Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is That's How I Roll, and uh, we're on episode number 26, and today is Wednesday, October 19th of 2016. Want to give you just a real quick roadmap for today's show. We're going to see what's good in the neighborhood, and we'll swing by the corner of thought and conversation, and we'll also do a drive-by review But I'm really excited today because joining me for all of this is the one, the only, Brian Drake. Illusionist, mentalist, everything else extraordinaire. Brian, how's it going? Doing great. Shotgun. Does it count if I call it if we're the only ones here? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think you're you're kind of virtually writing shotgun anyway. So, uh, yeah, welcome (laughs) aboard. (laughs) No, I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Very good. So, hey, let's let's just jump into it. Talk about what's good in the neighborhood. What's what's been going on with you lately? I don't know. We've just been super busy, just traveling. Uh, in, in the meantime, uh, in between shows and things like that, I've been shooting video reviews for board games to just get that creativity bug out when I'm at home. But uh, man. It all kind of mixes together. In fact, we, we, we're doing a new piece debuting tonight at University of Louisville that is based on code names. Actually, it's, it, the audience won't know that, but it's actually that's where we got our inspiration was the, was the game code names in nice. the show. So it's kind of weird. Very cool. Um, yeah. So I guess our friendship kind of spawned from board games and a, lo- a common love of board games, uh, which is pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, on my side of things, I've been I've been busy as well. I'm in the middle of doing a show at a local theater. Um, I'm I'm running sound. I do a lot of the sound design there. We're doing a, a stage production of the BFG. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, the big friendly giant on stage is pretty spectacular. They they went all out with like these big like parade type puppets that the giants are wearing and stuff. So oh, that's cool. It's been it's been pretty cool. So yeah, you know, lots lots of busy stuff. I also I always wanted to uh, to chat with you about like stage stuff because my first ever paid gig as a stagehand was for an illusionist. Really? Yeah, yeah. You may I don't know if you've heard of him. I think he's he's done some work in Vegas. His name is Brent Webb. And sounds familiar. Yeah, he uh, he grew up in the same town that I did, and we both worked at a, a costume and magic shop. And he was doing a he rented a, a hall to do a show and paid me and my brother to be on the stage crew. So uh, did, he, did he make you sign like a non disclosure agreement? Like, oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> we've, uh, We're we've, weird like that sometimes, right? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I feel like I owe my, my roots and stagecraft to uh, the illusionist community. Um, there you go. <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's move on to the topic of thought and conversation. I just 
basically, I wanted to chat with you today because I, I know that you, um, in the past, have you know we've we've talked a lot like via text and email and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and you're always like, dude, we got to get together and play some games. And, yes. and I always chuckle because in the back of my mind, I'm like, board games with a guy that's really good at sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. This guy seems to always pull the right tile for Carcassonne, like every time. I don't know how he does it. Well, before before I started playing board games, I mean, I always played, we always played Monopoly and uh, card games because we didn't know this hobby existed. And my friends refused to let me deal in cards because <laughs> I have this propensity. If it's like a regular card game, I will cheat because I it's like I have to. I can't not for some reason because right. I can't, I guess. You, know, I, it, <laughs> so, you possess the skill, <laughs> so why not, yeah. right? <laughs> figure it, it's, it's good practice. So, like, do they... Are you, like, persona non grata at, like, casinos and stuff? Or... <laughs> no, no, thankfully, no. <laughs> Just, uh, they see me coming, they're like, get out. You, you gotta go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, I've always wondered, and, and I kind of know a bit of the difference, but um, I always hear the, the term mentalist, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like... I feel like some people attach, like, sort of a bad stigma to it. Like, oh, is this guy trying to be, like, a psychic or a mind reader? Right, or, right, right. Uh, or whatever. Explain explain what that is, you know, without giving away. I mean, if you want to give away sure, all sure. your secrets. <laughs> uh, but give, me, give yeah. me a little taste of what that what that means. Yeah, and, well, we always start off the show, like, the first thing I, I come out and say is, hey, everything you're about to see is fake. It's not real. You know, you can learn how to do what I do given, like, time and practice and, and a certain lack of social skills. Like, you can learn this. But uh, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> The goal, the thing with me is with mentalism, it, it was a word that we kind of picked for two reasons. One was marketing because the uh, the market is flooded with illusionists and magicians and all that stuff. It's like, well, let's try something different. And so typically through the, through the past, a mentalist would be someone who uh, will, will do what looks like, uh, you know, these mind-reading type people will do, but will tell you, hey, what I'm doing is, is through psychology, through suggestion, through sleight of hand, but I'm making it look like this versus like, hey, I'm going to channel some sort of you know mystical thought to read your mind or whatever like that so it, in a sense i use it and kind of turn that on its head and say hey what you're seeing is fake and uh, to a point where sometimes i'll even tip the method of how certain things work like if they do suggestion or things like that nice very cool so it's it's all fake it's not, oh absolutely none yeah. of it's I mean, real <laughs> no <laughs> that'd be way easier definitely right. be doing something different <laughs> Um, so, uh, you've mentioned on your, your podcast before that you use board games to sort of hone your skills in mentalism. How, how yeah, does that, absolutely. how do you play that out? How's what, like, are you just reading well, people or? In a sense, yeah, especially with like social deduction, it, it sounds, this sounds super pretentious when I say things like this, but, but people really do have tells and people really do have things that you can see. Um, like my friend, for instance, and you can you don't have to be a mentalist to see this, but like my friend, he is horrible at lying. So if we play like the resistance or something and he's a spy, you know instantly. It's like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't take a huge amount of skill, but you can see it. You can see his body language changes, the way he talks, the pitch of his voice, the tone of his voice. And it's not like huge difference, but 
if you're watching, you can tell instantly, okay, I know Andy's the spot without a doubt. Right, right. <laughs> See, I just try to act shifty all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if you do that, there's, there's no barometer for failure at that point. There it is, right? <laughs> awesome. So um, just one one last question before we move on. Sure. Um, and this is maybe not even has anything to do with board games or uh, or anything that we've talked about, but um, <laughs> it's, I, I, I always I think this is a good question, just kind of to get a barometer of a, of who a person is, and I, I it's just it's a very blunt question, but sure, what's the most important thing? Just period. Just period. Man, uh, for me. I'm a, I'm a Christian, so it's you know evangelism, sharing the gospel is, is kind of where uh, that's that's my thing. That's why I do what I do, you know, with stage shows and things like that. So I would I would always answer that that to me is the most important thing is the gospel. Awesome, good answer. Not that there's a wrong answer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but if I had to pick one, no. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, so no, that's cool. Uh, I. I have appreciation, you know, for what you do. You've taken a skill in art, and uh, you've you've created a ministry out of that, and it's super entertaining. And uh, I just, I, you know, mad props to you. You're, you're kind of living the dream out there, doing what you're doing. So uh, keep that up. Well, thanks, man. We enjoy it. You know, it's fun at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So. Let's do a little drive-by review. You wanna you wanna join me on that? Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. Um, I'm hopping in. I've just strapped in the seatbelt, actually. Oh man! You gotta click it or ticket, yo. Assuming we weren't driving already, because then I would be breaking the law. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll just uh, we'll go with that. Uh, so, <laughs> Mansions of Madness, second edition. Yes. I'm assuming you've played it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, this is one of those ones. Well, I don't want to tip my hand. You go ahead and intro, then I'll tell you. Well, I just, I you know, <laughs> I, I just want to kind of give a rough overview of, of the play real quick, because I usually I don't do that with the drive-bys. I just kind of really sleight of hand, you know. Uh <laughs> just kind of wave my hand at how the game plays but this one I thought was so unique because it it feels like an RPG you know it feels like a, a role-playing game right but nobody has to GM it nobody has to spend right. hours ahead of time planning and writing and doing mad like mathematical equations and things like that it's all very self-contained you pull it out of the box and there's an app that you follow and it tells you how to set it up. It tells you what comes next. When you open this door, it tells you what's behind it. And uh, it really, the game does play itself for you, which I thought was just genius. And you've see, we've seen a lot of games lately that are like, oh, there's an app that's a companion to it. And sometimes it's right. like, oh, it just kind of helps you keep score or this or that. This is one of those times when it truly is a fully immersive uh, integration of the technology and it, to me it's exciting because that's kind of the future I think of, of board games 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, t- I tend to think of it as 60-40, but I can never decide which side is the 60 and which side is the 40 the after the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Sometimes yeah. I feel like, you know, it's in a good way, and that, that'll make some people angry, but <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> once, once you try it, you'll, you'll understand. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think that's a good a good uh, a good way to look at it. It is sixty forty. I think sometimes it's sixty percent the app, sometimes it's sixty it's sixty percent the board game. I think it it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah, um, I will say I don't know that I like the eight sided dice. Um, yeah, they maybe it's just because I was rolling horribly the other night. <laughs> <laughs> that might do it too. Oh my gosh, I I dropped my weapon. <laughs> I missed so many checks. It was so bad. How incompetent are these people in this mansion? I understand. <laughs> right? Um, I, you know, I didn't look too close at the dice and, and what the probabilities were and the odds and everything, but it seemed to me that, you know, like a D20 system or a D12 may have given it a little more nuance, uh, where this, it, oh. was, it was a little more cut and dry, like either you fail the check or you, you don't. Yeah. Um, I, w- I want to say it's two, two, and maybe it's three, three, and two, three, three success, three clue, and, and two blanks. I feel like that's right, but I can't remember. It felt like there were a lot of blanks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's eight. I think it's eight blanks. Uh, is that is that right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on <laughs> depends on who's rolling, rolling. Though, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, it. I tell you, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was getting, did you play the first edition? You ever play the first edition? That's the thing. I don't have a comparison because I did not play the first okay. edition. Um, I, the first edition is one of the things that launched my, my my love of gaming. I played it about a year ago, and, and I was already playing a bunch of games. This is one of those game changers, I think. But here's the problem. We played the first edition about a month before this one was announced, and it mm. took us longer to set the game up than it did to play it. Oh, and so it was like yeah. it was like oh this is almost unenjoyable to set up, yeah. but with this app you're you're playing in five minutes. Oh, definitely. Um, and I, I mean, it literally the app walks you through the setup, so it's not like mm-hmm. you're reading in the rule book. Here's how you set up the game. Here's how you do. You know, it's everybody pick a character, and okay, here's the items that you can choose from, and then you go. Um, so yeah. it, was, it was really enjoyable as far as that because. Um, there's nothing worse than, like you said, a game that takes longer to set up than it does to actually mm-hmm. play. So, uh, well, and a, a good barometer too for this one is my wife's favorite game is Seven Wonders or uh, something like that. I think yeah. it's, I'm pretty sure Seven Wonders. She loves playing this game, and it's weird because this is not her style of game, but she'll play it because the app does so much for you. And, and I secretly got her to play it because I was like, this game would be great, but she doesn't know she's playing a role playing game, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little, uh, little slight. I mean, she knew what she started playing, but a little bait and switch there. Like, oh wait, this is a role playing game. Yeah, kind of is. <laughs> well, that opens the door. That opens the door for other, you know, opportunities, right? Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah. So I let's. I want to wrap this up, but I, I was sure. a big fan of the game. I'm not, you know, I'm not typically like a horror uh, fan. You know, like the genre, the the theme of the game sure. necessarily. But it was, man, it was fun. Um, I had a really good time with it, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping to play it some more. I don't actually own it. My buddy owns it, and they're like, dude, come over and play this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, it's great, because, I mean, you play solo, too, which is the, and it, and it, 
not like a card game like Zelda. It's a pretty much a full experience too if you're playing as one person with two characters. It's pretty neat. Right. For but those... it gives me high hopes for the Imperial Assault app, man. There you go. There you go. It <laughs> it plays solo for those of us that don't have friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, dude. Thanks so much for sure. coming on. Um, no, thanks for having me, man. Give yourself a shameless plug. What what are you doing? Where can people find you? All that fun stuff. Uh, so if you want to check out what we're doing in the illusion world, it's the at, at Brian Drake Show, B R Y A N Drake Show on Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. If you want to check out the video, uh, the, sorry, the board game stuff we're doing. It's the latest retro on YouTube, and it's basically an excuse for me to review and talk about any game ever because we can talk about new and old that way. Nice, very cool. Um, that was too shameless, plug, so I apologize. No, I like it. <laughs> you, you have a podcast too. It sounds great. It's a really yes, great sounding true. podcast. We had a hiatus. Yeah, it's an amazing podcast. We have, we have the best producer in podcasting right now. His name is Jeremiah <laughs> Isaac. He does this uh, podcast called That's High Roll. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Sounds like a good guy. We took a hiatus through the summer just because it was so busy, but we we want to really tear through the fall. So like, what, what month is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's Sorry. not officially fall yet, is it? No, uh, <laughs> no. We were so busy, and uh, we, had a, we had a huge lot of news come out this summer that we want to talk about. We just have not sat down and recorded yet, so hopefully as soon as we get home, we can record for any amount of time. Yeah, awesome. Sounds great. Yes. Well, hey, thanks again for coming along, and we're going to put a wrap on this one. But, uh, hey, uh, that's been Brian Drake. I'm Jeremiah Isley. Thanks for joining us today on That's How I Roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.